What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Ball Podcast. I am your host, Trill Bro, dude. And today we're going to switch things up a little bit. Um, unfortunately, the Hoggies, you have not been signing up an- enough for underdog fantasy. So we're going to have to do some propaganda on the screen right now. We're going to pull up and me and Sam are going to go through and we're going to do some pickums on underdog fantasy promo code slot, get a $100 deposit match. So I am pulling up right now. Can't believe you would let me down like this. So, so gross that, that mm-hmm. my, uh, who I thought were loyal, mm-hmm. I thought they were loyal followers. And now they haven't even gone to underdog uh, fantasy and use the promo code slot to get a hundred dollar deposit match. I'm, I'm grossed out. I'm, I personally, I am horrified. I, I didn't even have the words to speak right now. Um, <laughs> Now, look, I have a pretty low opinion of pretty much all of you. Um, <laughs> and to think that you went even lower than that is just, um, it's disrespectful, it's churlish, yeah. and quite frankly, it's unacceptable. Um, Says a lot about the city of Philadelphia, in my yeah, opinion. I, I wasn't going to go there, but I'm glad that you did. Um, this is the most memorable underdog read that's ever going to be happening. So. That's true. It's a good point. So we're going to uh, go through on here, and we're going to show you how easy it is to use underdog on here. This is going to be great for the audio listeners, um, I just realized. But uh, so basically, you go through here, and up top on the Pick'em page, we already have a beautiful, a beautiful display of players that you can pick from, from our favorite team in the NBA, Sam. You can do higher on Pascal Siakam's points. Who are they playing? The Washington Wizards? Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you're watching Wizards, um, if you're watching uh, Wizards Raptors, first of all, um, cry for help. Um, <laughs> drop a pin so we can send a, a team, um, a mental health team to help you. Um, second, um, I, I don't know. Personally, I'd go higher on a lot of this. Um, yeah. Although it is the Raptors, though. The Raptors are yeah, so gross. And now they have Yaka Pearl, so their spacing is even worse. Their defense Where, is going to be good. Is there is there a lower on on, on overall point totals? Unfortunately, Lower on points, I would be my recommendation here. Yeah, all right. Let's look at – I'm looking at Washington's right now because I'm thinking with the way that the Raptors play gross basketball, we might want to go lower on some of their play – like. What is Bradley Beals at 23.5? I'm going to smash that. Smash that lower. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's been averaging recently. This is my amazing expert advice right now. But uh, I'm going to go and say that Bradley Beal does not score 24 points tonight. Um, And let's look at... Let's let's pick one of the Raptors here. Scotty Barnes... Our, our, our beautiful boy that we will do in the 2021 redraft later, perhaps. Some Scotty Barnes action. OG Ananobi, who has uh, averaged like seven points a game over the last, basically since he wasn't traded for, what, seven first-round picks at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's look at OG Ananobi's. I, I actually had OG Ananobi's stats up earlier. He scored 17 in the last game, but then he scored 7, 6, and 12 in the other game's that Jakob Pertl has played for the Raptors. So I think I'm going to hit a lower on this one too. It's going to be a gross amount of, uh, uh, of yeah. lack of scoring in this game, I would imagine. Yeah. And then we can scroll down and let's pick, uh, let's pick from, uh, 
Let's no, go to our. Where, hold on. Do they have Gafford on there? Let, yeah, Gafford's on here. On on uh, <laughs> Gafford's. That's the, the higher on on. Fuck, got that out. Um, Gafford's rebounds. No, yeah, oh, no, the, the rebounds though. Yeah, the rebounds higher on rebound. I I'm just doing this because um I'm going against uh listener Kevin NBA Couchside <laughs> Daniel Gafford um and I feel like God will reward me for this. So if you want to play along, we're going against Kevin um and we are we are we're we're declaring with one voice that Daniel Gafford is good. So, so if we did that, we put ten dollars on that, you could win sixty bucks, which is yes. Bradley Beal lower points. OG Ananobi, the hater ticket, basically. Get, well. get on this hater ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> OG Ananobi lower than uh, thirteen point five, and Daniel Gafford higher than six point five. Shout out to uh, NBA Couchside. Take that, Kevin. And <laughs> that is uh, that's how you win money on Underdog Fantasy. Taking our advice and and being a hater every single night of the NBA season. By the time you hear this, they'll have a bunch of new picks up for Friday night. Check them out on there. If you haven't signed up already, you can also do their fantasy drafts as well. And we'll, we'll do a fantasy draft next time. That one's just a bit more time consuming, as I say, six minutes into this ad read. Yeah. Uh, that So we'll have to do one for, for next one. But for now, promo code slot. Link is in the description as well. If you've not signed up already, sign up for Underdog Fantasy and do some of their pick them or the fantasy drafts every single night of the NBA season. All right, Sam. So we have some news. What do you want to talk about first? Because we could talk about Kevin Durant, or we could talk about James Harden, the rumors about him. Yeah. That's we could, one we haven't covered on the show before. Uh, I'm sure never no have. Heard of it. Yeah, I'm sure no one's heard of it. Um, we could talk about Robert Williams and his commanding, uh, how his presence, uh, when he was out of the lineup, the Cavs beat the Celtics twice, and now he's back in the lineup. Everyone's being shitty to him, but I will protect him under all circumstances. I'd like to point out they beat the Cavs with him in the lineup. That will be amazing. And Grant Williams is not in the rotation, which is what everyone tuned in to hear about. Yes, exactly. I'm sure that's what everyone wants to hear about. But I suppose let's start boring and work our way up to the things we really want to hear about. So Kevin Durant. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. Absolutely gross. We have to talk about Kevin Durant. Speaking of gross basketball, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so some of you guys joined me last night on playback for the Kevin Durant stream. First game with the Suns. We watched some of that. We watched some of Sixers Heat. And in that game, they did win against the Hornets without LaMelo Ball, which is what you would anticipate. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my takeaways. It's obviously their first game playing together, so it's going to take a little bit of time to mesh. I don't really have any major takeaways other than the fact that the offense for them, I thought was going to, I mean, the Hornets have like the 24th defense in the NBA right now. I assumed they were going to blow the doors off of them offensively. Kind of, you know, when you get a new guy on your team, like the Sixers with Harden last year, a lot of the times when you get Kyrie in his first game with the Mavs, scoring a ton of points. And honestly, KD was on a minutes restriction. They kind of eased him in. There was, you know, wasn't a crazy blowout. It was actually kind of a competitive game. The Suns were up 20 at one point, but the Hornets came back. And overall, I kind of come out of this game feeling like we really can't take any judgments from it. But the one thing that I will take, obviously, positively, they're going to have insane shot making for the playoffs. Their defense was really good. And I know it is the Hornets, but like 
and without LaMelo, but like their defense was much more impressive. And that was the side that I think people worried about going into that game and going into the Kevin Durant experience on the Suns. Offensively is where I was a little bit like, is this team going to shoot too many mid-range shots to really score it up in the playoffs is my question. I mean, Chris Paul went one for eight and they still won by 14. Yes. Again, it's the Hornets, but it's also on the road mm-hmm. um, in the hive, a notoriously. Oh yeah. Play. Yeah. Rowdy, those rowdy uh, North Carolinans. Um, I think JT Thor was starting to. Yeah. So he was gotta, shooting corner threes. Consideration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when JT Thor shot a corner three, I was like, yeah, I think the Suns are going to win this game. I mean, so for the Suns, um, two fifths of their starting lineup went one for twelve um, from the field, and they still won pretty comfortably. So I, I don't know. I it's hard to take too much away from games where the other team is like really bad. You know what I'm saying? Outside of wins and losses, like I think if you lose to a team that's really bad, um, that says something. But I don't think a close game against we talk about this all the time about how like. NBA players are NBA players at the end of the day, and it's never like as much of a margin as you think. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see when they play like a real team. I'm going to be really interested to see when they play a team that has like matchup things. Like I'm really excited to see like Suns Grizzlies or Suns Nuggets or some of these other matchups. You know, I think we're going to learn a lot more from that. But I I thought, I, I think the most important thing was that Kevin Durant looked good and I thought he looked, Fine. I thought he looked actually pretty good, um, yeah. you know, out there, you know. Um, Katie is one of those stars where he never really misses a beat. No matter yeah. the context, no matter the team, no matter how long he was out with injury, it's very rare that KD comes back from an injury and you're like, oh, man, he just doesn't look right. He pretty much is seamlessly going to fit wherever he goes and he's going to play, uh, you know, incredibly. He scored tw- an incredibly efficient 23 points last yeah. night. Went yeah. 10 for 12 from the field. The one thing that I will say, and yes, as Jonathan says in the comments, JT Thor is a starter now on the regular, which tells you a lot about how the Hornets are prioritizing the rest yeah. of this season. It's true, yeah. JT Thor, uh, you know, favorite of the 2021 draft that we're going to redraft later in the Patreon part of the episode. But the 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 one thing that I, I, I take from this is that the Suns stars, so Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker, are going to have to shoot way more threes. They just are. Like, now, will they get a good diet of mid-range looks? And when you get to the playoffs, are teams always trying to force you into those mid-range looks? Yes. Are they? Pro- is Chris Paul probably going to hit 50%? Is Devin Booker probably going to hit 55%? Is Kevin Durant probably going to hit upwards of 60? Yes, those are all good shots. Those are good looks. Those are good efficient shots for a possession. But I do think that because of the lack of shooters that can stay on the court, they have some guys on the bench, Terrence Ross, Landry Shamet, that I don't think are going to be able to play deep into the playoffs. So when it comes to putting the shooting around the stars to give them the proper spacing and also to kind of make their offense more efficient when the ball isn't going through the same two or three plays that you're going to be running with your stars, I do think that it's going to be a really big deal because like, as good as Josh Okoge and Tory Craig have been this year – and Damian, you know, Damian Lee's a little bit better of a three-point shooter. They're not like high-volume, efficient three-point shooters in a way that I think that you would like to have around this 
trio of perimeter players. And the one thing is, is that like, I know it was their first game and they're all getting used to playing with each other. But like, I looked up their catch and shoot percentages this year. Chris Paul's shooting almost 50% on catch and shoots this year, but he only shoots one per game. Kevin Durant shoots, uh, you know, up he, I, on the season, he's shooting somewhere in the 40s on catch and shoots, but he only shoots like two or three per game. Yeah. And uh, last night he went two for three on catch and shoots with the, in his debut with the Suns, which, you know, I think the volume is going to have to be a little bit higher. Devin Booker, another guy shooting 42% on catch and shoots this year, I believe. And he only shoots two per game. So, like, those are some things that they're going to have to adjust. Because they shot 25 threes in this game. They made nine of them. They shot 25 threes. Do you know which team shoots the least amount of threes in the NBA? Um, Probably them or the Bulls. They're close. It's the Bulls. Yeah. So, the Bulls shoot the least amount of threes in the NBA. And they shoot almost 29 per game. So... Just from a offensive efficiency standpoint, I would like to see the volume from these stars going up from the three from three point percentage, because we know they're going to be able to kill you in the mid range. And the only thing I'm really worried about, I defensively, I'm just not really concerned with this team in the way that other people are. Like, what yeah, team's going to be able to expose them defensively? It's like what, like I guess, like if you want to like really nitpick, it's like you know. DeAndre Ayton rim protection, but that's like not that. That's he's like fine. He's like a yeah. pretty solid defense. Like he can't hard switch. You know he can't sure. pop out and hedge or anything like that. But like he can show. He can you know position. He positions himself pretty well. He went to um, Chris Paul's little Gestapo boot camp there. For, <laughs> the basketball, the basketball third rank. So like he he does know oh, how to do like all of the. He knows how to do all of that. Like fascist defense bullshit and, sure you know so sorry i'm on one today I don't know. i'm just letting them fly um, this is what happens when i come directly for work um, no yeah yeah you're in fascist mode right now I'm in um, fascist mode, yeah. no but i i don't even disagree with that and i yeah. actually uh our buddy matt has been bringing it up in the uh aka as we've referred to him on the podcast q has been bringing it up in the group dms recently and he's been like basically like all you need DeAndre Ayton to be is Toronto Raptors Marcus All. Like, yeah, like a guy, a guy who can survive offensively, get some rebounds. You know, extend out a little bit. He's not going to shoot threes like Gasol did, but he's going to shoot some long twos. He's going to have some pick and pop action, some pick and roll action, and defensively, he's you're going to put him on the Jokic's, the Embiid's, the best post player on the other team, and hope that. You have enough supplementary health defense and rim protection that when you're pulling him away from the rim like you would with Jokic, that KD can sure it up on the back line or Tory Craig or Josh Kogi or whoever is uh, in those scenarios. So I'm not really worried about their defense as much as I thought. And, and once again, one game sample size, we need to see them against some more high leverage offenses like the Nuggets or the even the Warriors when they're healthy. Um, but... I, I'm starting to think that there might be a team that they run into in the playoffs that just outmasks them, that buys into variance, yes, that, bu yes. that buys into, okay, this team's not going to shoot a lot of threes. They're not going to get to, the, they will get to the line, but not as much as, like, they do get to the line. Their stars get to the line, but they're not applying a ton of rim pressure. They're going to settle for jumpers. 
mm-hmm. and they're not going to be like Giannis or Embiid or these guys that are just living at the line every chance that you get. So because of that, you kind of have to look at it like there might be a team like the Warriors or the Celtics or the Nuggets that can really buy into that variance game. And look, as you've seen with the Celtics, sometimes it looks like doo-doo ass when, when yeah, the shots aren't yeah, falling. Absolutely. That, that's, that's the thing is you've got that high variance. And I think that's, I think that's a, in some ways also a real strength of the Suns is that you show up and the other team has to scheme for you. And they're like, what the fuck do we do with this? They're taking the shots we want them to take. Yeah. Like, and they're good at them. Like they can score 105, 106 points on that. So, you know, like that's the one you, thing that's, that's tough yeah. is like, you want to shoot them into you. Every team in the playoffs wants to push you into the mid range. Right. That's what defensive schemes are built around in the playoffs. Yes. We want to get you into the mid range and stagnate your offense. Yeah. It's going to be incredibly efficient for them. It's essentially for Kevin Durant. It's almost the same as a layup for most guys. Yes. <laughs> which is, which is yeah. insane. Chris Paul, before he died, <laughs> Same thing. He was like the other one. Like, and I think he, like that Chris Paul might show up in the playoffs and like, I don't know off the top of my head what Devin Booker's mid range is like, but I bet that's also extremely good. It's incredible. Um, yeah. He's top, top five in the league. Like, yes. Yeah. And DeAndre Ayton, like that was when he came out, he does this less, but when he, he has that for, especially for a center, like he's he, a floater package, which yeah. is like in that pick and roll game. That's like, they're going to dominate in the mid-range. My question yes. for them is, can can another team, once again, you know, offensively, can they outmath them, essentially? Which is, yeah. can we get to the line more? Can we apply more rim pressure? Can we get threes? The team that has historically done that really well has been the Golden State Warriors. And if the playoffs were to have started yesterday, those two teams, I believe right now they might be the 4-5 matchup. Oh if I, I got to check true. here, but I was going to say, is that this is great podcasting, but that's uh, uh very upsetting. Uh, yes. yes, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be the four five matchup if it happened today. And they are, and teams are going to shuffle all throughout this and teams are going to match up hunt. They're going to look because right now that one bracket in the Western conference has the nuggets, warriors and sons in it. Jesus. The other bracket has the Grizzlies Kings, Clipper, like much more preferable to go in that bracket if you are a team that's looking to win a series. Oh, Mavs, Clips, Grizz, Kings. Oh my God! Yeah, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies really could make the conference finals. Then it would. They, that's the only scenario where any of those teams, but the Kings can. And yeah. I and I've I've been critical of the Kings all mm-hmm. this year, and I still think that they're a little regular season. I think that they might be a little bit playoff Fugazi. Yeah. But I mean, look, if that's the bracket, who fucking knows? <laughs> like, like it's certainly not strong. I mean, they beat the Clippers the other night. Like, I'm just saying, like. 180. You just, that's I, the Elam ending in that game. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had the Elam edit last night on the stream during the Heat Sixers game. We were like, the Elam ending to beat the Heat is 104. <laughs> they will never be able to score over 104 points. Yeah. So the whole time they were, Sixers were stuck on 102 for like a minute and we were like, come on. And then they hit 104 and we were like, yeah. Did you see what happened in Celtics Cavs last night? Yeah, we, we were following that game as well. Okay, this is like almost another impending diaper disaster. Like, yes, another clutch win, which is very funny for the Cavs. 
the ca- yeah. uh, the, the way that it's basically about the way that you frame it, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Well, could have been a disaster. I love the idea of calling it a clutch win where they, they, they blow like a 15 or a 13 point lead and like three just to get just to, <laughs> so, yeah, to get stat pad your clutch yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Very good point by Brian in the comments. Boomers are going to love this Suns offense. Yeah. But it might, it might bring boomers back to basketball with this. Yeah. Don't they have a boomer on their team too? Don't they have? Isn't is Jock Landale? I think he's from Australia. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah, funny. I'm pretty sure he's Australian. It would be very funny if it became like a you know like a a, a culture war thing, like people talking like like Republicans getting like really into warriors like, are the liberals that are yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah the sons they just get really into like uh, whichever Jenner dated uh, Devin Booker because they really defend him. They bring Sheriff Joe Arapo to the game. <laughs> Jake Ring the bell before the game. Or I guess that most teams don't really do that. Yeah. Yeah. Smash the sun. Yeah, whatever, whatever they do. Yeah. Their... No, it's Bernie is the heat one. What's I was their... going to say, what's the opposite of a hammer and anvil? Yeah, they're going to have uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio uh, get, get clotheslined by the I was going to say, cl- clank some, uh, some prison bars. <laughs> With a with a fucking nightstick. That man might be like the most evil pound for pound person we have. Yeah, um, he's certainly yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he would. He's the Allen Iverson of evil pound yeah, for pound. Say, like if we if you bring him in, he would give a lot of owners a run for his money as most the evil man in the building. So yeah, would love yeah, to no. see it. Would love yeah. to see it. Just yeah, one of the worst people that. who's ever lived. Yeah, like bar none. Yeah, like sons. I hope you're hearing this. We're giving you some good ideas. Yeah, go yeah. heal. Yeah. Embrace it. Go full heel. Full heel. Go full heel. Suns yeah. and four again. Let's go. Let's go. Get Durant tweeting like Enos Freedom. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, yeah, but um, you know, look, I'm gonna give the Suns some times to 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 mesh to gel to get Sheriff Joe Rappo in there and uh, you know really build the culture up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do think that uh. I, I, I think I feel the same way in that I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the team that has the most continuity that's played the best all season in the Nuggets and uh, we'll see when we get to the playoffs. But that man, that, that the way that that those that those standings shake out is just so important <laughs> for the way I, for whoever I, comes out because like that means that one of the th- potentially th- if the Warriors are healthy, the Warriors Suns. And Nuggets, one of those teams isn't getting out of the first round, and two of them aren't getting to the conference finals. Can, can I tell you how this is going to go? Yes. It's, the, the top six are going to look exactly – honestly, the top eight are pretty much are going to – or top seven are going to look exactly like that. But the Warriors are going to be the sixth seed, and the Clippers are going to be that. So the Warriors are going to be the ones who end up in the, the Grizzlies-Kings bracket. Like, I, and, and they are going to make the conference finals. And If they like, can get healthy, and now that – like. Yeah. I, I've been watching a little bit more of the Warriors recently, and yeah. even without Steph, they've been pulling off some pretty impressive wins. Yeah. And I'm like, Clay seems back, as you pointed out last yeah. episode. Uh, Gary Payton is plug and play. He's already been there. He's yeah. played with everyone on the team except for like Dante DiVincenzo, who yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. Like, yeah. if the Warriors really get away with this again, 
Like, <laughs> keep getting away with we. I mean, I would feel okay about it because we've been calling this pretty much. Yeah, like, true. Like, like, we have been like keeping our eye on this. It's not like out. Yeah, we never buried them the way we are going to say later in the episode bury another team and put that them was in the yeah that we yeah. thought could flip the switch. Yes, yes. But um, but they are um, you know, I I again the 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 way the standings. We said this all year. The way the standings are gonna shake out in the west is gonna influence a lot of things honestly even though i think they're dog shit and i still stand by this even the mavs could like come out of that like if they get a break like that you know like yeah yeah they're really bad but like if luca like if if pat riley gets in luca's ear and you know (laughs) does his thing so to speak uh, points him in the right direction points him in the right direction i think we're gonna we're gonna see something (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, I once again, I, 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 I am just at the point of the season where I just need the playoffs to be here. Like, I, I'm getting very impatient. Like, I know these games matter a lot down the stretch, but the, as as our buddy Chiodo always says, games that are played during March Madness don't count. Yeah, <laughs> and count. we have about two two or three weeks until March Madness is in full effect. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 games in between All Star Break and March Madness are always awesome. We just had maybe the best week of basketball that we've had all season. Yeah, and I I'm very impatient because I want to see how this shakes out. I want to see, dude, the play in tournament in the West is going to be, be fun. fucking awesome. Going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah. going to have. Mo- I mean, we'll talk about some teams that are in it in the Patreon part of the episode. But like, dude, if you look at the standings right now, if if the Jazz fall out, and I don't even know if they are at this point, because they're the nine seed, and but it, let's just say the Jazz fall out, and the Lakers and Pel- one of the Lakers or Trailblazers gets in, you're gonna have multiple Hall of Famers in the play-in again. Like it's gonna be really, really awesome in the in the West, especially. Uh, and those teams are just going to be fighting it out, and I absolutely can't wait for that. But um, next, we're going to get into the next part of the conversation is uh, the James Harden story. That broke yesterday. Uh, another James Harden story broke. We absolutely love to see it. If you want to hear that part of the conversation and you want to hear my thoughts on it, you want to hear whether we think it's realistic or if there was any new information that came out that we can kind of pick apart, subscribe to the Patreon. The link is in the description for that. We're also going to talk about the Miami Heat, whether we think they're done or not. After that, the Lakers, whether we think they're done or not. Can the Knicks win a playoff series? Many are asking. No. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, I mean spoiler. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll talk. I'm a contrarian, so maybe I'll. True. You might be able to talk yourself. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll be the contrarian, the contrarian here and yeah. say they can. Maybe um, by the time we get to that part, who knows? I'll have to change my mind. This is the contrarian thing. This is why you have to pay for the Patreon. Pay every every look. Every episode is fucking three hours long so we change our minds a lot even throughout a singular episode and then at the end we're gonna redraft uh the lottery of the 2021 draft because uh shout out to our, our buddy will who said redrafts are always more fun when you're closer to the draft as opposed to seven years later when you already know who the best players are yeah, right, exactly. so, so we're gonna redraft one of the uh more fun drafts in recent memory so once again link is in the description You can check that out for the rest of the episode.